Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner for all things sports, at Bibbs Film for all things film. Joined as always by Maurice Williams at Mind of Reese on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And, uh, <laughs> I genuinely, I have to be a hundred about this. I can't say I expected to be here, but we are tied 2-2. It is a brand new series. Going back to Phoenix, uh, I personally was hyped in that fourth quarter. I was jumping up like I was literally having a conversation with my mom and sister and like mid-sentence jumped up off the Dorian Finney-Smith three. Um, we are right. Why, why not us? Why not us? Reese, how are you feeling? That's how I'm feeling right now. Uh, that's for all the Suns fans crying on Twitter uh, after they was talking so much shit after game one and two. I just so got shit. I, bro, I'm going to be honest. Going into, you remember I said it. I said, man, I want the Suns to beat the Warriors so bad because Warriors fans really just, they don't show the Suns no respect. Bro, <sighs> I cannot wait for the Suns to lose. And it's nothing against the Suns. I still very much like that team. The team talks... Tr- can they be front runners sometimes? Yes. But one thing I'll say about Devin Booker, he has always been this way. He's always talked his shit. I love it. Jay Crowder, fake tough guy, always been this way. Chris <laughs> Paul, always been this way. Yeah. It's that's who they are. I like this team. It's the fans I don't like. Uh-huh. And they on Twitter crying at all of a sudden they hate Luca. Because he cooking they squad. And I'm just like, where's this coming from? Like, I I hope it's us. But I, I just cannot wait for them to lose in, like, embarrassing fashion. Um, <clears throat> I saw a conversation between a Suns fan, a big-time Suns fan, and, like, somebody on the timeline. And I think a lot of Mavs fans think that Sun hate comes from Aiton Luka stuff which is a very simplistic and dumb way of looking at it, in my opinion. Um, but I think Mavs fans just think that everybody's jealous because they don't have Luca. if they had a chance to have Luca, And that's wrong. And this guy pretty much said it's, it's wrong, although there are some Suns fans who do, oh, we made the right pick. That's not the root of it at all. They legitimately don't like Luca, But the things they don't like Luca for, for are things that their guys do. And I don't understand it. It's like, oh, he flops. and Dude, CP3 is the flop father. What are you talking about? The flop father is crazy. (laughs) He is the father of the flop. Like, he is Uh, the legend. When you look in the textbook on who who is the one that made it mainstream, 
Chris Paul. That's, that's not true. That's not true. It's Chris Paul, it's Blake Griffin. It's LeBron. LeBron made it popular, CP3. bro. CP3 was doing it. LeBron I, was a, doing it before CP3. CP3 mastered. I got. I might gotta right. go back. I gotta go into the archives. Okay. Okay. So. So yeah. Like he. He. He is the one who has made it part of his game, like yes. intentionally, and ha- probably a big part of why he's been able to be as successful as he has because he's so good at it. The reason I give CP3 a pass for it sometimes is because he's six feet tall. When exactly. this guy's like six eight flopping, it's like, bro, come on. Yeah, like when LeBron and Blake Griffin were doing it, it annoyed me to know. And CP3, I can at least understand why he might need to do that. Even when Luca does it, sometimes it annoys me because, like, oh, you're, it does. You're a big dude. Like, relax. Right, Trey Young again. I, I some of it's over the top, and it still annoys me, but. When you're small, you got to try to find little things that can help you get a little bit of an advantage. But yeah, big six eight dudes, come on, man. Let me say this: look goofy. Um, Mavs. This is the dude's Twitter name: Mavs and Six at Drunkage seventy seven. Um, suck my dick. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what the? Where the hell did that come from? Because I okay, I put a tweet out. That said, to be honest, I ain't care if we won this series or not coming into it. I had the Suns in six, which I am on record saying. Right. But the way Suns fans been acting, I need us to pull the miracle off. This dude, probably a Luka stand, said, you said Suns in five after game two. I sure the fuck did. I have to to prove it. <laughs> and he posted with a gif saying, sick backpedal. Suck my dick. I keep telling y'all, I don't care when y'all do this. Like, I know what I said. I know what I said. These people are fucking weird. Um, there was somebody else on the timeline. I had to unfollow them. Um, like going out, like trying to find tweets from Mavs fans that were saying we had a chance to win the series after we went down 2-0. Like going out, finding tweets from people saying, you know, being hopeful and trying to call them out. Ha, see, we're down 2-0. We never had a chance. Why are y'all weird, chasing bro. down your fans of your own team? That's weird, bro. Why are y'all policing fanhood to that degree? See, my timeline right now, I'm chasing down Suns fans who was talking so much shit after they was up too well. That's the way God intended. Yeah. Like, and nope. to be honest, I'm not even that type of person. I don't care. I'm only doing it because they crying like children. Yeah. And I, I personally, I can understand both sides. I can understand this pessimism. I can understand optimism as well. We know. I personally can't put myself all the way out there, but even I was a little bit like, you know what? We can, I can see us beating them. I can also see us getting swept. I said it coming in. I said the only team that worries me is Golden State. Phoenix didn't worry me, but I didn't feel we would beat. And we still might. We still might not. My prediction was Suns and Six. That has not changed at all. Like, that's still very possible. (laughs) Like, yeah. I said we will win two games. If we win in six or seven, fan-fucking-tastic. I'm not going to be upset. <laughs> but my prediction was Suns and six. After game two, after the, the shit I was saying, I said Suns and five. Like, come on now. I didn't expect us to win two in a row after those first two games. Keep it 100. Right, right. That two, and, and again, to, to, to think so, after the going down 0-2, the way we went down 0-2, I would love to have been that optimistic. I would love to have been that optimistic, but the evidence was not there to feel optimistic at that point. I said, I would like to win when we go back to Dallas, but there was not, we talked about it on this pod. 
there was very little to take away from those first two games that was repeatable and positive that we could, could control a game. Yeah. We struggled to find something to say this worked. So now we have two games, two W's, and I can, I, after game three, we came on here and we said it. Hey, these things worked. Let's see some more of that. And again, I didn't see the first few quarters, so I don't know if we went back to some of the same stuff. So I'm, uh, you you said you weren't watching it either for the first half, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the first half. Half I listened, and I watched the second half. Shout out to all the goddamn Mavs fans who said they didn't want me to watch the game before the game started. Ha ha, jokes on you. My spirit was there the entire time. <laughs> okay. Hold on, is this? I, I, I just literally you, just saw the tweet you mentioned. <laughs> the back pedal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I love y'all though, man. It's 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 the whole just stop with the weirdo behavior. The whole Reese don't watch the Mavs game thing is kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. I'm going to watch anyway. Fuck it. Was that, oh, because we, cause we won when you didn't. Okay, okay. Yeah, and when I went to the game, we lost by 30. So. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, I So I came in 10 minutes, 30 seconds or so, fourth quarter, uh, when they were reviewing the Devin Booker smack on, on Jalen Brunson. Right. And I didn't say anything because I had been, even though I was out, I was checking the score the whole game. And I, every time I checked, we were up nine, we were up 10, we were up 11, up 12, 13. So something in that range. Every time I checked, I was like, cool, 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 cool. Pulled up at the crib. Uh, it was the end of the third and we were in the lead. I was like, perfect. I could watch the fourth quarter. Uh, took a second to get settled in, turned it on at that point. But I did not tweet. I did not say anything because if we started losing the lead, I wasn't about to have people tweeting me. I need you to turn the game off because I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so I waited to say anything until after the Dorian Finney Smith splash uh, flash at the end. Um, is there anything from the first half that you want to go over specifically that you heard or, or noticed? Not necessarily. No. I mean, obviously I wouldn't notice anything in the first half, but uh, yeah, I didn't know if you like, if you heard a trend or something. Oh no, 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 no. So for my, my biggest question, and hopefully one of y'all on the timeline can like add us, whatever, and let me know. I want to know if we use the Luca post ups again, because I don't think I saw it at all down the stretch. Uh, down the stretch, I did not see it, um, especially considering the fact he shot one for ten from fucking three. Um, I definitely sure, plan to hit on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure most of those were step backs. Um, I did not watch the first half, but I did see some complaints on the timeline. Like, man, Luke and these step backs killing us. I saw it. Excuse me. I saw it in the second half. I saw it in the fourth down the stretch where he would have a Bismack Biombo on him. You know, he's dribbling. You stealing my shine. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> I was definitely about to save that. My bad. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And, you know, he's dribbling and it's like. He's sizing up his defender, whether it's Bismack or anybody, to be honest. Cam Johnson was another Cam one. Cam Johnson trying to break them down. And if he doesn't get that immediate first step on them, he doesn't take it. And he just settles for a step back. Now, granted, it's times where he got the switch on Cam Johnson and, you know, he, he did get the step on him. And then once he got to the paint, he kind of post up or if he already had a lane to the basket, he, you know. Just uses his body easy, to hold him off. Yeah, go for the easy layup. But I, I just I, I don't like him settling for the step backs. Thank God it didn't cost us this game. 
Uh, it seemed like within like the within four minutes left of the game, he kind of cut. Well, he did shoot one. That was a fucking air ball. He almost gave somebody a goddamn concussion. Um, I was already annoyed before he shot that one. I was annoyed before he shot that. And one. again, I didn't start watching until ten thirty in the fourth quarter. But I'm gonna be honest. I was okay with that one because he created a lot of space on it. So I saw it and I was okay with it. And then it was an air ball. I was yelling as soon as he went, as soon as I saw what he was doing. He was trying to force that left wing step back three. Yeah. I don't he yell he anymore. shot it like four of those in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. I don't yell anymore. I just sigh really loudly. Like he was trying to force one of those moments. Yeah. And I hate that so much. Like, bro, just. You're almost unstoppable. It's lazy. Exactly. LeBron used to do that. A lot. Oh, my God. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. How did I not make that comparison sooner? Yes, he he did that so much, and I hated him for it. Like, dog, you are large. They can't (laughs) stop you. This this is what I would like. I hated LeBron, but I would say this: like, dude, no, you've been, you can get to the rim right now with no problem, or get fouled. And it's not Why like are you LeBron's doing this? Like, it's not like LeBron's handles are trash. Like he's, right. he doesn't have a Luca handle, but all you need is a little bit of hesitation from the defender. It's over. He's bigger, stronger, and LeBron would do it when smaller guys were on him or slow guys. And I'm like, bro, run they at, run through they ass. Lazy. Like, you it's... can't be stop. And this is prime LeBron doing this. I'm yeah. not talking about Lakers. Exactly. LeBron. Exactly. Like Laker LeBron, I get it. You're old, but back in the day, Cleveland, Bron. Miami Bron. Miami Bron. Why are you trying to get to a jumper like like you? Uh, uh, I, I, who Ray Allen? Then he developed the La Fuck You Three, and it was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look, the that's... worst signature move in the history of the NBA. <laughs> boy. I swear to God, and it goes in. I just don't understand. <laughs> but look, man, like like I I hate that Luca is one of those players. That like is trying to create a moment. Just go get the bucket, man. We can't again. It didn't cost us, but we missed. I'm about to go back, pull it back. Let me pull up the exact stack. I don't want to misquote. We missed 24. We were 20 for 44 from three. Luca shot 10 of them. He missed. He had nine of the misses. Why I hate when I, I think I can, I can't remember what I said earlier in this year about the Lucas three point attempts, but ten. You are not Steph Curry. Out of pocket, boy. And it's even worse because he went like one for ten, which means right. like you weren't hitting them and you kept taking. And them. you didn't care, like you are a, 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 a marksman, and that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to keep shooting. No, you are a streaky three point shooter, and it's not going in. I'm gonna need you to do something else, my boy. Something more efficient, like attacking get your the basket. big, get them cakes in the paint. All right, come on, bro. You could have stuck with the first one. Make them feel them cheeks. Hey, in the paint. Yo. Hey yo, hey hey yo. All right, go ahead, continue. That's again, Luca. I love him. He's one of the best players in the league. But I, I almost enjoy that there are very obvious places where he can get better. And that's that shot selection is one of them. Absolutely. Again, he's very young. He's going to do dumb things. I'm going to be annoyed by it. 
He's he's only gonna be very young for so long. I yeah. He, I mean he, he technically he's on that rookie next year is probably the, when I'm going all scorched earth. First of all, it's your fourth year in the league and you still taking these shots. Like I don't give a goddamn. Get it this together, is it's his first time in the second round. He ain't had a, been able to make a highlight Good in the second round yet. But it was here. funny because after the air ball, I think was the next possession he came did the spin on Cam Johnson right and got the leg. Yep. That's sexy. Sexy as hell. That's sexier than a step back to me. In t- way sexier this on a highlight package. The fact that our backcourt can the, post motherfuckers up, boy, is just lovely. And then Blue Fox getting in the paint, getting busy. I'll be honest, I hate that name. I like it. The only reason I like it is not just because he looks like Red Fox. It's also because you know he's crafty in the paint, and you know they, they you know slide like a, like a fox is is trick tricky. I hate that name. So it works for me. <laughs> it's okay. You you can hate it. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you cook, though. I just personally. It, what, you it got a nickname? No. You got. But, uh, you got. After he signed the contract, you got the summer to come up with something. I will back off of the blue fox if you come up with something. I don't like using other people's nicknames, but I'll back off on the blue fox. JBA young boy. No, ain't I'm nothing joking. young about it. He look. He looks sixty. Like what are we doing? <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, look, I don't like the Blue Fox name, but it looked like it's uh, the people on Twitter is fucking with it, so I'm gonna it, let you cook. It, it really does. That's the only reason I continue to do it. But um, I, like initially it was a joke, but now it's gotten serious. Um, so then I had to come up with a reason why I liked it, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is what you just heard just now. Uh, and I developed that today, by the way, that 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 excuse. Um, and I keep looking at this twinkle in my nose because I keep thinking I got a booger, but it's actually a gray hair. It's getting oh, really annoying. Shit. My sister pointed it out, and I even your nose it. old. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like I understood, like the stress of my life. Everything. Boy, don't even smell the same. This is this is annoying. Shit, don't even like, smell the same. I started growing facial hair. It's immediately gray. Like I, I, it's whatever, man. Um, sugar babies, put your applications out there. I'm coming. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Did not see that going there. <laughs> I'm about, to, I, I'm about to be full sugar daddy. Look, I gotta, I gotta get my money right so I can get, uh, take care of what I got to do. Anyway, um, <laughs> besides that, uh, let's let's go through the box real quick. Uh, a couple of things I noticed. First of all, we finally got the big Dorian Finney-Smith game. Yes, we talked. Uh, we mentioned it before. Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock. If they can stay in that mid-teens range, that's fine. That's that's doing what they're supposed to do. But today, Dorian Finney-Smith had 24, 8 for 13 from the field. All eight makes were threes. Um, shout out Money to Dom well spent. Shout out to Dom on a bargain deal, if you ask me. I mean, Dorian Finney-Smith yeah. is worth $16 million at least. He certainly could have got paid if he had waited till free eights. Right. But shout out to the boy Dom 2K who I follow on YouTube, who called Dorian Finney-Smith, Dorian Finney-Smith and Wesson. <laughs> I guess for the way he's shooting that thing, because he is emptying, he was emptying the clip today, boy. Yeah, the exact opposite of the shooting night that Luca had. Facts. We ain't going back on Luca. Let's move from Luca. No, nah, we, we got to stay on, I got to stay on Luca a little bit. Let's, let, let's, let's highlight the motherfuckers who actually. I'm only hard on the, the ones I love most. Um, that could be a never mind. <laughs> you know that what? could be interpreted a different way, but you know what? So, I mean, same thing. I mean, if we want to go there, anyway. um, 
the uh, Jalen Brunson, 18, 4-4. Timely buckets at the end. Yes. Both Luka and Jalen had kind of tough shooting nights. I think at some point in the fourth quarter, Jalen Brunson only had 11. If I'm not mistaken. So him ending with 18, right. he, he had some big buckets. He definitely scored a few at the end. He had that corner three, which I thought was going to be a miss. Right. The, the way it Off looked, of I Lucas said, pass. yeah, the way it looked, open. I was like, this this don't look right, but it splashed. Yeah. Same with Reggie's three that uh, was contested by Aiden. Yeah, I thought that was blocked. Yeah. And um, it was in the room. He got that good post-move bucket, uh, that floater. A very Gavin foxy Booker. one might say. Oh, my Jesus. <sighs> um. Yeah, he scored on Devin Booker. Go ahead, bro. You ruined the vibe with that shit. So. Damn, that's it. <laughs> um, I think he had another layup or like a mid range or something like that that I saw at least two. So that's, I mean, that's what seven points right there. Uh, so yeah, eleven sounds right. Um, Dwight Powell again, completely useless. Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I really don't want to go in on it, dude, because it's not his fault. Like it, it's his, it's not his fault at all. It has never been his fault, honestly. Right. Even when I was hating on him religiously, it wasn't his fault. You can tell he's starting for a reason. I don't know what the reason is, but he's still starting. But he's only playing nine minutes. Yeah, he's he's slowly gotten down to that ten minute max mark. Yeah. Maybe it's just to buy maxi time. Who again gave us a steady eleven to seven? Four for seven from the field. Only one of those four was a three. Maxi hit some nice shots down the stretch as well. Well, a shot, one specifically in the corner. Uh, I think he had a block on Booker in the fourth quarter. I see he, he only has one block on the stat sheet, so I guess that they did. I wasn't sure if they would credit him with a block there, but they, he did put Booker on the wall again. Uh, Dinwiddie, 10-4-4. Four, four. Three for 10. Two of them three-pointers. Um, I don't think I think he was on the court when I first got in and he came out like immediately after so I didn't really get to see him play. Um I would say as far as I can I feel like it was two it was two buckets, but he had a really good bucket. I think we were only up eight at the time. Or maybe I'm thinking about a different score where he hit a nice floater in the mid range area for a bucket in the fourth uh-huh. quarter. Uh so I mean ten four and four isn't bad. The shooting wasn't good. Three for ten is. Not I'm trying good to figure out how you missed. I mean, I would have to see it. I'm sure it's a lot of the same stuff we've seen in the first few games, where he's kind of getting inside and throwing it up, but yeah, like leaving it short and stuff like that. Yeah, like I, at this point, we're not getting the Spencer Dinwiddie game this series. Don't look I, like it. I just don't. Maybe this is just a bad matchup for him. I feel like sometimes he tries to do too much on offense. Uh, especially when Luca isn't in the game or even JB isn't in the game. He tries to do too much on offense instead of just being Spencer Dinwiddie. But, uh, yeah, I'm not expecting a Dinwiddie game, but if we can get 10 points from him, 12 points, maybe 14, that that's amazing. And he gave us yeah. 10 points tonight. Uh, he, he moved the ball. He's a ball mover. He got four assists. He's a big guard. He can get some boards. But other than that, I'm not looking to him to score points. He clearly isn't aggressive. And when he is, it seems like he's hunting fouls more than he's worrying about actually, you know, uh, making the layup. He's good yeah. for some catch and shoot shots for sure. 
and some of those step backs he'd be putting up be going in but other than that i mean spencer's there he's doing a good job but i'm not expecting much anymore yeah he's giving us minutes he's holding it down as a point guard off the bench um as far as him being able to carry during those stretches it's not happening and that's that's okay uh that's why he's off the bench uh Bertans had 12 points he hit four threes for us uh good i mean he's out there he's one of those guys that every now and then he's gonna have a game where he explodes every now and then he's gonna have a game where he doesn't hit anything that's fine lobbying laser man uh he was kind of an afterthought in that trade that kp trade yeah it was just accepting a bad contract pretty much i yeah. think i we even said like or i said i don't remember if you agreed or not i couldn't see how he fit in with what we were trying to do yeah me either but he's actually found a way like he's still a liability on defense right but the shooting that he gives on the other end at times is so lethal and the attention he attracts on the other end especially right. with us only playing the white power nine minutes you need that other presence out there so yeah. uh in games like this where he can get hot it's needed and clearly it was needed tonight not expecting it from him every game. It's not going to be, uh, oh, Davis Bertans didn't show up. Let's, no. Like, I'm not expecting him to show up. Not even expecting him to play sometimes. So, right. Games right. like this are a luxury. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's expectations of Davis Bertans are, are, don't have them. Like, t- take it when it comes. If he doesn't do anything, that's fine. At bare minimum, he's making somebody run around ch- and chasing him while he's on the court. So, that that's enough for me. And then finally, uh, Frank, again, had the Josh Green minutes. He played about nine minutes. He hit a three, I believe, at the end of the third, if I'm not mistaken. Like at the buzzer? Yes. I think so. I I believe that's what it was because I got like a bunch of messages about it. Um, And then I think Callie Kaplan said he's shooting 100% in this series. Uh, That is literally the only shot he's ever (laughs) taken in this series up to this point. But that's okay. When the opportunity came, he was ready. He hit it. And that's not what he's out there for. That's literally all we're asking for. But if he's causing Booker problems on the court, that's a positive. Man, look, this has been one of the best adjustments this series on either end, on either team. Uh, Realizing Josh Green wasn't working, that's okay. He's a young guy. It's first time in the playoffs. He's still very raw, to be Mm -hmm. honest. So putting him on the bench, getting in a guy like Frank Nilekina. We got another wing out there with some uh, with some length. Nice wingspan, can play some defense. And to be honest, he's not a liability out there on the three-point line. He can hit some shots, whether you respect it or not. Right. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. From what I've seen, I ain't trusted him to handle the ball too much. I don't know nah. what's up with dude. <laughs> like, I don't know what's up with dude. I don't know if he woke up and realized he didn't want to be a point guard no more. And that's the thing. Like, I, I after he hit the growth spurt, I was ready. I was pretty much saying, like, look, he's not small enough for you to have to force him to be a point guard. You can play him as a wing. And if he gives you some playmaking, fast break playmaking, whatever, that's a that's a, a plus. If you play him as just like a 3 and D wing, you're looking at him as a completely different player. But if you're looking at him as a point guard, then, yeah, he is not very useful for you because he yeah. can't really handle the ball like you would want a point guard to. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust him. I I would need someone else like JB or Spencer out there with him, uh, or Luca, obviously. But he's doing very well on Devin Booker, and as long as he's giving Devin Booker issues, especially in these last two games where Chris Paul has basically been taken out of the game for the most part, 
and Devin Booker is looked on to do pretty much everything. Like when Devin Booker can just score, he'll do some playmaking here and there. But when he just has to worry about scoring and Chris Paul sets everything else up, their right. offense moves fluid, everything is easier. But when Chris Paul is flustered, Chris Paul is having bad games where he's having seven turnovers or he fouls out this game and all of that is on D-Book, now Devin Book is the only guy out there who can create a shot and he has to do it for himself and possibly others too. And you got a guy on you like Frank hounding you. You got Dorian Finney-Smith on you hounding you. It's tough. And Devin Booker is going to hit some tough shots here and there, but I want him to take those tough shots. Right. Like if he's working for it, I don't, if he's hitting it, that's, I mean, he's a great shooter. going to hit their shots. Facts. All, all I can ask of you is to make it hard on them. And we weren't doing that in those first couple of games. A lot of the times, him and Chris Paul, especially when they were getting those Lucas switches, like they were doing whatever they wanted. If we can make it hard on them, we can make them think for a second during the shot, make them work a little harder to get to that shot. Then we're doing our job. We're wearing them down over the, the course of a game. And then in that fourth quarter, they can't turn it on like they they're like they like to do um because they've been working so hard throughout the first three quarters that's that's all i want um you did talk about chris paul being taken out of the game he only played 23 minutes tonight due to foul trouble he did foul out in that fourth quarter on a dumb play yeah it was very dumb. first of all it was a foul was it a ticky tack foul yes is it the kind of fouls i like to see refs give like important players in the fourth quarter of pretty much important games. No, especially if it's going to result in a foul out. But guess what? I don't give a shit. He did it. Like, it's not like it was an accident. He was in the wrong place. No, you, he reached out and grabbed and he him. No, he did it. Right. He pulled his arm back, but you did it, dude. Like, it, like I was like, please don't tell me they fouled him out on like a little bump or something like that. But when I saw the replay and he actually reached out and grabbed him, I was like, he can't help himself. So, yeah, go ahead and foul yeah. his little ass out. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, you, you you fouled out, bro. I mean, he didn't completely debate, unnecessary. He didn't debate it for a reason. It nah, was he really it was no dumb. reason to foul on that. On, he on knew that he knew it was dumb. He was mad at himself in that moment. He, but shout he out to Chris to Paul for that. For what? For fouling. Oh, all right. I know it's hard for you right now. No, uh, it's not to, to say mean things about Chris Paul. Oh no, I, I'm not saying nothing <laughs> mean about him. I was best with you. NBA playoff action is non-stop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds and more and boom you have a shot at an even bigger payout right now all customers can place a game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to 25 dollars if one leg doesn't hit download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code tbpn bet five dollars on any nba team to win their game and get 150 dollars in free bets if they do that's promo code tbpn only at DraftKings sportsbook minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details so we're still on that to- a game every other day um i have not updated my calendar i had question marks on tuesday and thursday 
we have games now on Tuesday and Thursday. Um, what? How are you feeling about game game five? Um, okay. <laughs> this is so tough because no team has won on the road so far, and like just thinking of the possibility of us winning three in a row on these dudes and doing it on their home court because while I, while you mentioned earlier we said it's hard to find positives to take away from those first two games I also said there's nothing that truly makes me believe we can't win this series after watching these games yeah and I think we managed to fix a lot of the mistakes that we made in those first two games and the fact that we were home only amplified that now if we can take that on the road Mm -hmm. i think we can compete and we have a chance to win with that being said i'm expecting phoenix to win at home uh you get better calls at home i'm not expecting chris paul to have a third bad game in a row it's kind of an anomaly uh but i am expecting the Mavs to compete so if we win, I wouldn't be shocked. Actually, you know what? Fuck that, man. I'm putting my money on the Mavs. Fuck that shit. Put my money on the Mavs. And I'm guess glad what? I let you and come guess around. <laughs> and guess what? And guess what? I was trying to talk myself out of it. I was trying to be humble, and I was trying. Nah, fuck that. We winning. We're gonna win in Phoenix. We got the momentum. We in their heads. When you get in front runners' heads, they start slacking. They start making mistakes. We in CP3 head. The dude is getting old. He probably got all time Alzheimer's. Right now. And guess what? Tuesday, I get paid. Guess what? I'm gonna be right back in the casino putting money on the Mavs, baby. Let's go. <laughs> We're gonna call it greatest of all timers. Uh, how about that? Wow. So it ain't got to be. That's too long, bro. So it ain't got. <clears throat> it ain't got to sound. Uh, detrimental to his health but um i don't like making predictions on what's gonna happen um Me either. i feel good about where we are no, 100%. Uh, i feel like the pressure is completely on the suns we're playing with house money 100 percent, and even more so now that we know we can beat them it's like it's hilarious because even Suns fans, if they win this series, they're going to talk so much shit like, oh, what? we beat y'all, y'all trash. Yeah, you beat a four seed. You were supposed to. A team that you're clearly better than, and you beat us in six. Congratulations. It's like, bro, we have nothing to lose. Y'all have everything to lose. Right. It's already a narrative going around like, damn, y'all up 2-0. Y'all about to lose four straight again? Like, I don't think that's going to happen, but. The rumors of the Mavs' death were greatly exaggerated. Greatly exaggerated. And um, there are so many people with so many takes about this team four days ago that are having to eat their words. I hope they're not full because they're going to have to eat some more. It's funny because like a Taco Bell commercial just came on and they was putting the, uh, the hot sauce on it like as you said it. Anyway, uh, and it just made me it made me think about indigestion. Like if you fully you eating that that I, what I saw on my screen, it, you know what? Um, so yeah, I feel good about it. I feel good about us trying to take the things that we've learned over these past couple of games to Phoenix. I think that they are gonna come out hot early. 
the crowd's going to be into it and our boys have to be ready for that. Um, I need Luca not to immediately resort to step back threes. I need him trying to get inside and mess with their guys on the, in the paint, get them in foul trouble, body up. You don't have to wait till the fourth quarter to start walking Chris Paul down. You can do that early. Facts. To set the tone. Let him know. It's when I think about the Mavs championship run, I think about how every game of that OKC series, Dirk got that that post post up move, spin baseline dunk. Every single game. He did it to Collison. He did it to Ibaka. Post up on the wing. Back to the basket. They expect him to go for the fade. And he went baseline and dunked on him. Every single time. I just want to say shout out to my boy Josh Got the Juice, who happens to be a Suns fan, being hella emotional on the timeline during this game. Uh, he said, and I quote, Luca, the biggest front runner in the league. He's so tough when he's at home. I have a message for you, my kind sir. <laughs> Stop the cap. Stop the cap. Luca is like this all the time, bro. He's like this all the time. Did you not see the first two games where he was talking shit even though we were losing? He literally feeds off the crowd everywhere he goes. Everywhere. Come on. When they're man. cheering on his antics, he can do a little bit more. When they're hating on him, he's still going to talk to his stuff. Like I don't understand where where this front runner bullshit is coming from. He's I- one of the least front running his dudes i would call him out if he was a front runner i gotta stop using the stop the cap thing because nobody understands that reference i don't care (laughs) for those who do it it enhances the game the the facts 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 oh man but yeah the cut cut the front runner shit out but i'm excited about um about game five man on i was excited about today but like i said i was kind of nervous going into it because i'm like can we repeat what happened in game three? Like, can we have another bad CP three game? Can everything go right for us? Can we hit our shots? Um, but to be honest, the way we play defense, I believe the way we play defense helps our offense because it creates so many open looks, right? Whether it be on the fast break in the half court guys, the opposite team is scrambling in the half court, especially after a turnover. I said today was probably the most important game in the series so far because it's either going to put us in a good position to put us back in the series or almost pretty much end out season. Yeah. And we tied it up and now it's a three game series. Phoenix has home court. We in Phoenix Tuesday back in Dallas on Thursday. If we can end it, man, I ain't even going to say that. Games say that. one and two mean absolutely nothing now. Nothing. If the Suns want to say games three and four mean absolutely nothing, that's also true. We're even. They, and they should. We're even. We're yep. reset. The, the The cards have been reshuffled. We have to win two out of the next three games. And we show that we can compete. Mm-hmm. And all we got to do is steal one in Phoenix. <clears throat> we keep a lead and we maintain it except for game two (laughs) tonight's game where we got the lead and held it the whole time was very like, even though I wasn't watching it very telling, very encouraging because it means that whatever we are doing, we're, we're sticking to it and we're methodically 
taking care of business and, win, and, and winning the game. Yeah, it was times in that fourth where I started seeing the lead go down. It was like 89-81 at one point, and I'm like, all right, got to close it out. That's way too close for the Suns team. Right. And and they did what they were supposed to do. They played fantastic defense. They were sending dudes straight at Devin Booker, swarming them as soon as he got the ball, uh, make, forcing them to make tough decisions, hitting the shots on the other end. Uh, so as long as we can hit our shots, I know the defense is going to be there. I don't even have to question that. As the defense as can, has to travel. Yeah. Yeah. As long yeah. as we can hit our shots and, you know, uh, make them work on the other end. As far as when we're on offense, we'll be in good shape. And the others have to continue. Like I've, I think these last two games have got given the others the confidence uh, to take that. Hopefully they take the Phoenix with them. Um, because we are going to need them. I'm glad to see Luca have two toned down games and us get wins. And even Reggie, like, you know, had a kind of an off night. Yeah, had an off night, but he hit a big three down the stretch. It's not about how you start, it's how you finish. Luca mentioned, and I think <clears throat> I, I brought it up in the last game that I, I thought he might have survived and gained three off of adrenaline after his rib situation. Luca yeah. was talking about how he couldn't breathe because of his rib situation. Um, and I wonder if that did affect him today, but he, he thugged it out. He, he stayed on the court. He did his job. I didn't see him like laboring no, to, on the defense or anything like that. So that's fine. Um, and again, if Frank's starting to have some confidence, then worst comes to worst. I trust Frank to, if he has to play more minutes because Bullock is hurting, I, I trust him in that scenario. I trust him as well. I mean, he's not going to give us the shooting. Not, not, not like Reggie close. Bullock at all. No. Um, um, I think in that case we may have to. Never mind. Yeah, don't do that. I was going to say more Davis Bertans minutes, but hell no. If, um, however, they got to distribute it. Um, yeah. Whether we need the defense more, or we need the shooting more. Um, I I trust these guys. Me at too. This point, I trust and this team. I trust this coaching staff. It's it's a fun place to be because <laughs> I don't remember feeling like this. Yeah, me either. For a very um, long time. Um, and like, I feel like in the past down Oh two, I, I would have, again, we said, we said, we, we didn't see anything in those first two games that we had done to that worked really. Right. But we also said Jason kid makes, can make adjustments. There are adjustments that can be made and he did that. And so again, we're justified in thinking why not us? We move, man. We going to Arizona. Let's get it. I'm excited for Game Five uh, on Tuesday. I don't think I have anything else going on. All right, I, I, should, we should be able to record that. Uh, it's a late game too, right? Nine thirty, ten. Yeah, I don't work Wednesday morning, so if you can go, I can go. I'll go. Um, we'll talk off air about about that. Okay. What about what else do we have? One more thing. Actually, no, no, not one more thing. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, nothing. I'll save it. All right. 2-2. Two, two. Going to Phoenix. All the money's on the line. We'll catch y'all next time. And for the Suns fans that, 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 that's sitting here crying, about Luca. Here's a closing message for you. Oh my God, bro, is Dick riding all you do?
I thought you were about to make a hot beat out of it. Um, yeah, I, I'm not seeing it. I did see it previously. I'm not seeing it anymore. I hope I don't see it. But I hope they are suffering. They are. Because that's hilarious to me. Find peace in knowing that they are, because I've seen it. That's hilarious to me. I'm sorry. Like These fans that come out of the woodwork, when a team gets good, y'all ain't one shit ever, and don't know how to act. Y'all just got good last year. Y'all ain't been good for a decade. Eat this home. And y'all pie. sitting here on social media like y'all the fucking Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Shut the fuck up. Relax. Be humble. Jesus fucking Christ. Y'all are unfucking bearable. I'm glad Bucks fans weren't like this. I'm so glad Bucks fans aren't like this because they're adopting the mentality of that superstar. Humble, uh. quiet. Suns fans, I don't know what the fuck they're adopting. <laughs> they want to be Lakers fans? That's, that's they they want to be Lakers fans. They act like Lakers fans. I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like you want to feel good for a franchise that hasn't won anything, having a good team, but they make it impossible. Jesus Christ. Uh, so uh, I'm enjoying being the source of their pain. Mavs and six. Peace out. Peace.